0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Rabbi say we've been studying the last couple of days we've been studying Rabbi Kiva. I would like to today this I would like to continue to study this twenty-seventh day of the Omer. I think we've um, gotten places. Our study of Rabbi Kiva, I think I have we're still, we have questions that Taisis was trying to learn in Subas, but I feel we've gotten places. So I want to continue studying Rebbe Kibbe together. I have questions, but I think in this studying Rebbe we will all be better for it. We will as well hear today from Hudi and from Yo-Yo Rotwax. We'll hear on Aves So quite, quite the exciting day. The... I would like to share the following Gemara, Nedarim Dafnun. I always love sharing Gemara, Nedarim with the Chavra. I was Zayichet to learn only one Mesecht with Avi Mari With my father, my Rebbe, I was only Zayichet to learn one Mesecht to cover to cover. I learned a Perik in, I learned Eze Oneshech, a very difficult Perik in Bab Metzir together with my Tata. One summer I was Zayichet to learn that Perik with him. I was Zayichet to... Learn different gemaras with my father to go to many shiurim. But the only masechta that I learned cover to cover with Avi Meir, my tata, is nadarim. So I always have like a certain affinity to masechta's nadarim. For anybody who's learned nadarim, it's a beautiful masechta. The style is to learn the ran. In most masechta's, the ran's printed in the back. In nadarim, the ran is on the side of the masechta. It's one of the most fascinating Rishonim I've ever seen in my life there's so many aspects to the Ran what he does the Ran in the is like Rashi in many ways he gives Pshat the typical, it's a big shila. Who wrote Rashi in the Dharm? Did Rashi write Rashi in the Dharm as a Shiloh? The Derek is to learn Gemara Ran. And I learned the entire Masech of Gemara with every Ran with my father. The Ran is fascinating what he does. He's a pirish. He behaves like Tesis. He behaves like an Achrein. It's a Pirush that is a lot wrapped in one. Anybody who's had the delight, it's a delight to learn the Dharm with Ran. So I was going to do the Ran with my Tata. That's like a dynamic, a very, was a big Zakhos. I love learning the Gemara Dharms. So I'd like to share this Gemara nedarim with the Chavra. The Gemara is talking about Rabbi Kiva. And it says, Rabbi Kiva, He married the daughter of Kalba Savuah, like we discussed in the Gemara Ksubis. Shama Kalbus Savuah, Kalba Savuah heard what his daughter did, and he asked her from all his from all his possessions, he forbade her. He asked her Bahana from all his possessions. Azla she Azla, he went the in bestow, and she married him in the winter. I'm not sure if to read that, the insvile bestow, she married in winter, or ins she married him and bestow, and in the winter, the following thing happened. I'm not sure if they got married in the winter, and this happened, or she married him, and this happened in the winter. The bottom line is, in the winter, have a be They were lying on straw. Now clearly, that wasn't the normal mattress, wasn't to lie on straw. Fancy people, their mattresses Are not made out of straw But they were so poor She had been from the wealthiest homes In Klal Yisrael Kalba Savur was one of the nadvanim One of the partners One of the supporters of the generation She chose Rabbi Kiva And in choosing Rabbi Kiva Was living in abject poverty And they're lying on straw There's no mattress This girl who is used to Has tremendous, tremendous Wealth she grew up with, and is used to living wealthy, is now married to a b'kiva, and they're living in abject poverty, and they're sleeping on straw. The Gemara describes how he's pulling straw out of her hair. The Gemara describes in the morning, amazing he had, remember his father-in-law her father the wealthy guy because she married the bikiva asher den hasem and 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 his daughter from any possessions of his so they're living in poverty and in the morning he's taking straw out of her hair this girl who grew up with such wealth the gemara says in the morning he's taking straw and mazi out of her hair amrayla he says to her, If I would have it, He says to her that I wish I can give you Ushalayim Dedava. de dava is very, very fancy ornament. And he says to her, Would it be he has such a desire to take care of his wife? he's pulling the irony of he's pulling straw out of her out of her hair. They have nothing. And he says if I could, if I could afford it, I would give you a shalayim dedava. I would give you a, a shalayim this amazing ornament. Oi, Would it be that I can give you an amazing ornament? I want to say something to the chevra. Do you, do you know how good that feels that somebody gives you like, like just the one to give her that? That's, I, I, I'll tell you something interesting, Momo. This is a pet thing of mine. I've had parents, a, a guy in yeshiva could be, what would you say, Momo? You say first, say Momo. Momo I love you, Momo. Why would your
1: father
0: no. I love that you're bothered by it I love it And what was the father-in-law's neither? What was he What is We know very little about him What uh, do we know about him Generosity Kind He's called the name That he satisfies strangers Kalbus Means people came hungry like a dog And he feeds them And I even explained He doesn't even want anything In turn he's like the Spitz giver The only thing we know about him Means he had a very big value for tyranny he, his son-in-law didn't know one Allah. He wasn't looking for anything big. He said, if he was attached to one Allah, I would take care of you. He had a tremendous Avicenna. We're dead without Tyre. Yes. She, they became very rich later on. Because of him? He's giving away the end of the story. One, they became rich different ways. He gave a lot of money, yeah. They be, later on, he became fabulously wealthy, unusually wealthy. But right now, he says to his wife, Oi! that i could give you and he said a specific ornament that he wants to buy ur shalaim Dava. i have asked. I, I have observed this many times a youngster says tis ma one day you'll see I'll be, I'll be something big one day ma and people that are healthier and better people when your kid yet ear one day says that i'm going to tell make a kiddish it's huge one of the worst things on earth you could do is put the, ah, you always say, uh. you say something cynical, you can crush, and the kid, okay, I'm sorry, you could crush idealism and hopes and dreams. It's very big to say, I'll one day be. To crush that is dangerous. You're playing with Ratzin. It's very, very big that a kid comes in contact with Ratzin. It's interesting if you ever if you ever have shayches to somebody, and you see their ratzain, we have to be in touch with our own rutsainus. It's very very big. A guy says I overslept. I miss shayches. Say do, do you want shaych? He says, "Right, I'm so upset." You know how big that is. That he how in touch he is. That he's upset. He miss shayches. It's like a big mice. It's a big mice in your life. Well, you mamish want to be a chakras? You know, oh, oh. Wow, to get in touch with it It might even be worth it to Shachris To get in touch with that, by the way
2: what?
0: Yeah, yeah, might be Kedai There's a world of do you, do you Hear what you just said? Do you hear what you just said? You hear what just Do you live with that? That's a big Zach You could tap into that Place of what you want You can get in touch with that Different things happen in our life That access something Now live with that Ratzayim, by the way Be in touch Go places with that. That's a, that's a big thing to meet. I have met guys through their steiging and through a mistake, and a guy says, Ah, I did this. Ter-. I said, "Your are Mamish upset? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Say again. I, mean, I asked the guy, say it again. It's a big place to get in touch with that Imamish. I want to serve Hashem. That's a big place to get in touch with. That's a big place to get in touch with. It's not a, that's a big place. People make fun when a guy's drunk. I make fun. He cries, Rabbi, I want to learn. It's a, it's a big narish kite to make fun. I made fun. Understand that's a big thing to get in touch with. A guy drinks, he's, he, you, you met his Ratzin. It's almost worth to drink. Don't drink. A, a, guy, a guy gets in touch with that. You understand when he drinks, he cries, he wants to learn. You're meeting something. Is that real? Of course it's real. You're meeting his soul. Of course it's real. Of course it's real. It's deep inside of us. It's deep inside. So every every good yeshiva man, when he drinks, he's crying, he wants lunch. Of course, But it's important to know about that rutzain. You're meeting something when you meet the rutzain. That's, that sign is big, is big. Tap in, live with that rutzain. The Kitzor advarm is when your youngster tells you, would it be, it's... The Gemara teaches us, Rebbe Kiva says to his wife, Rebbe Kiva says to his wife, Ah! That I could give you, I I picture the scene, he's plucking out, he's plucking out straw out of the the contrast of living in abject poverty, and the dreams and aspirations of ultimate wealth is delightful, and you could be poor and be in touch with aspirations, and it matters. And it matters. This is the story before he goes to learn Tyra. Before the 40-year-old Amar Aretz goes to learn Tyra, this is the story before. That he's sitting in poverty and he's saying, Oh, do I wish I can give you a Shalayim Dadava? He describes, there's not like stupid stuff. By the way, you can give your kids, there are people who can give things to their kids. Would it be that I could give that to you? you? You could give things in such a realm. Would it be? And when your kid tells you that I, that I, I have a tremendous cheshek, you'll see I'll once be okay. Make a kiddush. Like you make siyumin when your kid finishes a masechta, you should make just as big a party. Make a big party. You, see, you, you come home to your wife, you heard what Yankel said? You heard what Baruch said? Baruch said that he plans to be a Talmud Chachim. And tragically, many a parent has, been, has been, gotten cynical. Hey, you always say that, huh? Show me when. like, ah, hey. oh, tra- the way, the kid doesn't know how important it is, so you crush it. So, okay, I guess that didn't really matter. <laughs> that I have ruts and that I touch my soul. That I came in contact with beef Because I guess that didn't matter. And many a kid has been detached from ritzinus. From his soul, because of the cynicism. You know, okay, that voice doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That voice matters. Rabbi Kiva says to his wife, and it matters the tremendous ratsign to give to her amidst poverty. The contrast of pulling straw out of her hand while he's pulling straw, he said, I'm gonna one day buy you. And it matters that Ratsign. And by the way, later on when he got it, he bought her tremendous things, of course. She sat with Ushalayim Dadava, but she had it before she had it also. Because her husband said and meant it, one day I'm going to get you such ornaments. The contrast to pulling straw out of her hair to her husband saying, one day what I'm going to buy you. We live very much, intelligent people live in a world of Ratzain. If somebody wants, has big Ratzain, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. Rev. Miller says that when you get advertisements for tzedakos, read it and say, "I wish I can buy them a building." The yeshiva describes a good place. You're impressed. And a guy called me today. Describe what he wants to build, and he needs a campus. I mamish wish I can give him a few million dollars, and i will have a campus. And then win the lottery, give him, send over right out a check. You felt that way. You you mean it? If I win a lottery. I've always had this fear. I've never bought a lottery ticket in my life. I think I'm going to win, and I'm just, I don't know. I don't I have, like, all these fakers. In the meantime, I haven't bought one yet. But if I do win now, I'm going to send this guy some money. Avada. Avada. I wish I could just buy him a campus. Avada. So, Rev. Miller said, visualized to himself, that I wish I could buy. But, and then, as you get money, Avada, send the campus to the guy. Avada. Avada then send the kids. But it matters our Ritzinus. And Rabbi Kiva, it's so cool that before Rabbi Kiva goes to learn Tyra, this is before he ever learned, they got married. And this is like the Achan of Rabbi Kiva's journey into Steigen We got the great Rabbi Kiva. And what was the lesson? What, what does the Gemara tell us about him? He's living in poverty and he says to his wife, he says with such yearning, with such choker. With such cheshek, with such sincerity, would it be that I could buy you the greatest ornament? That's where I'm at. Such a person one day is going to buy his wife the world. He means it. No cynicism. He means it. There's a day later on he buys his wife the world. But then already he gave her in machshavah what he wanted. Later on he was able to give it papayal, but he said to her, I want to buy the world for you. Sometimes poverty might even bring that out more, by the way. Sometimes when we're rich, we end up buying it because when we were poor we wished to buy it. And what got him in touch with this chulka is sitting pulling out straw. The, the scene is such a cool scene. He's pulling straw out of her hair. And he says to his wife, his Rebutson, he says, ah, I pictured. He's like, just I want to take care of you. I want to, I have such a rut to take care of my wife. Would it be I can get you a shalayim de dava, the cool, he didn't describe would it be I can get a decent mattress. You know, if the cynical her, if she wasn't cynical, that's why we got Rabbi Keva. The cynic would say she's sleeping like an object poverty. They're in like, this is the scene, Kevra. If you need the scene, they're living in a home, Hevra, they're living in a home for homeless people in a homeless shelter and the guy says to his wife in the homeless shelter, as he's like dusting her off, they're in a homeless shelter. He's like, he, 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 he waits in line to give her a bowl of soup from the soup kitchen in the homeless shelter. He says, would it be, I want to give you a mansion, I want to have slaves in a mansion. The cynic would say, maybe just give me a doghouse, Hutch. <laughs> I would take a doghouse now. You're jumping steps. You know. We're in a homeless shelter. Husband dear, we're in a homeless shelter. And the guy is like, has a choker. He doesn't say, would it be I can get you? A, get me a decent mattress, you know? You're getting way ahead of yourself. But his sign at this moment, pu- pu- plucking hair, plucking straw out of her hair. He gets in touch with a deep sign that it, I wish I could buy you I wish I could give you such jewelry. And, and she accepts that. There's no, The Gemara has no cynicism from it. We got Rabbi Kiva because of this understanding of the deep sign that's valuable and counts. Many a parent has answered cynically to their child and we lost many Rabbi Kivas, I dare say. Many a child has said, madam I'm one day going to be a tzaddik. I'm one day, ma. You'll see." And he's saying something. I picture the scene at like difficult times in life, and the kid like consoling Ma'am. and the sophisticated mother says, "I know. Please say that again." And runs on. Once her husband, you heard what he said. The husband runs on. You heard what he said. He got in touch with Ratzin it's true we're plucking the kid was suspended, kicked out, in trouble. And we've lost many kids from what they wanted to be because somebody cut them off from their rats And you cut off when you say <laughs> You always say thank you. <laughs> you say some cynical line back. Okay, I guess that will, okay, that, that didn't do it. That, that doesn't mean anything. You cut them off from their own ruts and it means something a lot. Don't be cynical. You always say that, excellent, he's still saying it. I have seen many adults be cynical on that, and then the kids stop saying it tragically. And stop saying it, I mean they stop being in touch with it. Good ju- excellent, you cut him off from his rutsen. And now he's not, he, doesn't, he doesn't have that. Rebbe Kiva might be the honey of the world, but he has a rutsen to give his wife the most fancy ornament. I picture sitting in the sitting there, sitting there in the sitting there in the homeless shelter, and the man is is sitting in the homeless shelter, and the the man is in touch with the and Not I want to live in an okay house. Okay, let's no no no. I don't want to just I don't I want I have. So let's go right in the story. in Mazia, he's poor pulling straw out of her hair. He says that have If I would have it, I would buy you the wealthiest ornament. Us Eliyahu. Anavi comes to their house. <to every word> They're simple this simple couple. Rabbi Keva, before he becomes Rabbi Akiva. And his wife, Eliyoh Anavi, comes. Idmulohayn He appears as a man. Eliyoh Anavi comes to this couple as a man. and he's calling by the door. Amarlu, and he says to them, Havilai Puerta de Tivna. Can I have a little straw? Can I have a little straw? Diyaldus sai, My wife gave birth. The Leslie made them Laguna. And I have no place for her to sleep on. I don't even have straw for her to sleep on comes to this couple living to Rabbi Kiva and his wife who are living in abject poverty. And Eliyawa Nabi says, Is it possible that you can give me some straw? My wife gave birth and we don't even have straw to lie on. Compared to us here ashiram. Amla Rabbi Kiva says to his wife, Chazi, do you see Gavra, you see a man that He doesn't even have Tevin. So he says, let's appreciate what we do have. And I want to say that we just learned the ingredients of steiging. This story, the next step, is Amrulay Zil Habibe Rab. Go learn Torah. So we have found out, we knew till now. Before today, we learned Afnun Nidarim. We knew Rabbi Kiva had good Midas. he was Mali. We knew he was at Sanua. We knew we agreed to go learning yeshiva. He promised we'd go learn. Gemara Nidarim says this is, the Gemara doesn't say exact timeline, but the Gemara says this story, and then he says go learn. It sure seems like this is the Akdama to go learn. And we learned two things about going to learn Torah. It looks to me, the Gemara Nidarim, I have no Raya. The Gemara Nidarim says this story. And then the Gemara says, she says to him, Amr'alei zilhavi rav, go learn Tyra. And the Gemara just says, before she says, go learn Tyra, it says this interesting story, where we learn Kiv Kiva's wild with Ritzinus, if I had it, I'd give you Shalayim didava, his and I want to take care of you, amidst poverty, mm. a sense of what I want, of what it could be, and then we learn Elio Navi comes and says, can I have some straw? And Rukiva says to his wife, he says we should appreciate the straw that we have, the Bechelkai. And with this introduction, she says, go learn Taira. And I want to say the world of learning Taira is to have aspirations to the moon, have aspirations, what we can acquire in a base madrash. Aspire for it all and it matters. Your aspirations, your dreams, your wants matter. A lot, a lot. Don't ever crush them. Your dreams matter a lot. I've had guys in yeshiva who aspire to be a certain thing, a rebbe or a shiva, whatever it might be, your dreams matter a lot, a lot. Those are, you're in touch with deep ritzayness that matter. And sameach b'chelke matters. Learning to appreciate what you have. And Rebbe Kiva, before he goes, because the world of the base Medrash is a world of endless accomplishment. Our heights we can achieve are endless. And learning to be sameach b'chelka, to, to have that need of what I do have is precious. Because a person can learn one of the most dangerous things in the base Medrash is to be a guy I could have been better. It could have been better. I can always get more. You're in a world of endless you're in, we're in a world of godliness. There's endless heights. And before you go to the base Medrash, the value of aspirations and the tremendous importance of Sameach B'chelkei. Rabbi Kiva's journey, the great Rabbi Kiva we get, is a world, would it be, I could give you Shalayim Dadava? aspirations that are ever important. It's important that you have such dreams and hopes and importance of Sameach B'chelkei. Importance of what I do, but I'm so happy I have straw. I have straw. He tells his wife, "Why, well, see, so that's I'm thankful I can give you straw." He doesn't stop hoping to give her big stuff, but I'm also thankful I have straw. And that's the world of the base medrash. The world of the base medrash is endless madragas, always aspiring and celebrating what I do have. Celebrating what I do. have, Baruch Hashem what I have. Each step, each madrigu. Revolver said that the Yitzhara that's most prevalent in Yeshivas is jealousy. Is a sense. He has He has real kinyanim. Oh, do I... So aspirations are good. Baruch Hashem what I have. The one Mishnah I learned. The one Gemara I learned. The one Davening I have. A tremendous celebration of what I have. And... Fascinating, Rabbi Kiva's introduction. The great Rabbi Kiva, that is, Akdama before he goes to the base medrash, is both the value of aspirations and both and both the celebration of what he has. And with that, his wife says, "Rabbi Kiva, go learn Torah." be Rav, go to the base medrash. We're then taught. Uzzily went, Tarti Sarishanin, Kamedri Abliyaz, Rabbi He went. Amazing! He went twelve years to learn Rebel Blyazar and Yeshua. He went to learn. He went off to learn for twelve years. There's a promise to his wife, and the great Rebbe Kiva went to Blyazar. He went to learn by Blyazar. You don't realize it's amazing who he learned by. Rebel Blyazar, Ben Harkness, who didn't start learning until he was twenty-eight. Fascinated Who his Rebbe was? I believe Rebel Blyazar, Ben Harkness. By the way, the Gemara and Shabbos is who did Rabbi Kiva work for? He worked for who? Herkinis. He ends up going his old boss. If you follow the, this, what happens? His old boss, who didn't pay him that whole Mysa, he ends up learning by his boss's son. He learned by Herkinis. He ends up learning by Rabbi Lezben. Rabbi Yezben started learning at what age? Twenty eight. Till 28, he didn't know how to bench. It says in Pirke, Rebbe, Lezer. Rebbe Lezer says on himself that he couldn't bench. So he ends up learning by the great Rebbe Lezer ben Horkinus and he ends up learning 12 years by Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua. Rabbi Kiva goes off, he promised his wife and he goes off and he learns 12 years by Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua. At the end of the 12 years, Ka'azel Abesi, he comes home after the twelve years. Shama Before he walks into the house, about to knock on the door, he hears the kamleichad rushal the bisayu. He hears a Russia say to his wife, "Shapir your father was right. What he did to you, This Russia, the Gemara calls her a Russia. Where it says, a Russia said to her. That's very harsh. The Gemara calls this lady a Russia. You hear this Rishos? A Russia says to her, Bikiva's wife, your father was right when he, wrote, when he wrote you out of his possessions, when he asked you to his possessions, he was right. First of all, you married a guy who wasn't in your class. You could have gotten any shiluch. Your father was right, said this Russia. For 12 years he's left you like an almana. He's learning all day and he left you like an almana. Your father was right. She says to the Russia, to this Rashanta, she says to the Russia, if he would listen to me, he'd go back another 12 years. I have such chiyos for my husband's lima If he'd listen to me, Rabbi Kiva hears his wife tell this Russia. If he'd listen to me, he'd learn another 12 years. Omar he said, She gave me permission. And he goes back and learns another 12 years. He says, she gives me rishos. So then he goes back another 12 years. I sometimes wonder, learning a Gemara together, why didn't, he, why didn't he ask her and she told him? Why does it be Kiva only go back because she overheard her tell a neighbor? Why didn't he ask her to have the conversation and she said to him, I want you to go another 12 years. It's more it's like says I love you. you I God love God, you. Johnny, I love you. Not just for this, but for this also. <laughs> I, want to, I want to say what Johnny just said. And I think it's Emma Slamita. I think it's true. My hai, Rebbe Kiva went back. She was an incredible messiah Snevish, And she learns, she, her husband sits and learns 12 years. They're distute, they're anim. And the neighbor says, let him make money for you. He leaves you like this. You were a rich lady. Remember, he's pulling, plucking straw from her here. Sitting and learning, let him make money. Treats you like this. Your father was right to ask you. She says, I wish he'd go another 12 years to learn Tyra. I love it what he's doing. Why didn't he ask her? And Rabbi Kiva says, since she said it, I'm going. So I want to tell you a Mesa. I'm going to tell you a story. There's a Mesa. There was a Yid, Reb Shloyme Haftman. Reb Shloyme Haffman was a therapist in Eretz Israel, the Talmud I said a therapist first. He was a Baal he was doing for others, helping others. A tamut Maybe it's the right order. He was a therapist and a tamut chach. This This Rev Hafman decided his Rebbe was very, very old and not well. Rev Sarna was his Rebbe, I believe. And he decides his Rebbe what? Reza Sher. I think he's right. Taftali's right. Oh, Rav Isaac Sher was is his Rebbe, and he decides that Rav Isaac Sher is very, very old. He doesn't know how much longer he's going to live, and he decides he wants to spend Yom Kippur. It turned out to be Isaac Sher's is last Yom Kippur of his life. And he wants to spend Yom Kippur with this Rebbe. He, and he decides, he speaks it over with his wife. His wife says they decide together he should go. He's leaving his wife and kids. He's going to go spend Yom Kippur, which turned out to be Isaac Sher's last Yom Kippur of his life, and he's going to go spend Yom Kippur with his Rebbe, Akiva. He's going to go spend with his Rebbe, what turned out to be his Rebbe's last Yom Kippur of his life. He gets to Rav Isaac Sher, Erev Yom Kippur, early, and he's, he's with Rav Isaac Sher. Rav Isaac Sher calls him over, the Rebbe. He's excited, he's prized Talmud of Shloimeh Hafman. I've read Rabbi Shloyman say Sefer. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. So, so he asked him, Benyamin. I read the Sefer. So he asked him, Benyamin. He asked, Rav Isaac Sher, so did you ask your wife? Did you speak to your wife? So Rav Hoffman knows Rav Isaac Sher taught him well. Rabbi, I spoke it you over know, with my wife. Like I wouldn't go without, like he was proud. Rabbi, I know your teachings. I wouldn't go here like, and my wife gave me full Rishosu. So if Isaac Sherr said, how did you ask her? So he says, Isaac right, said, no, no, you can't be here. He said, you told your wife why it's so good you should come. And yes, you, you think I can come? So what she's supposed to say, she said, go. He said, get back home. I believe he drove almost an hour. People in Eretz Yisrael don't have cars. Driving in Eretz Yisrael in hours, like 14 hours in America, understand. I was talking to somebody yesterday from Eretz Yisrael. And it's, it was a whole seeper. There are people in Yisrael who live in Kieratseifer, have like parents of B'nai B'rath. They see like twice a year. It's a different culture. Like by us, an hour away is next door. Queens to here, here to Lakewood is like a little bit of a drive. Here to Muncie, we like come out next door with Dachshainim. Here to Muncie, we're like neighbors. Me and Eliodjuk are schnickel neighbors. Here, Muncy, come out next door. Like, we drive easier. Everybody has cars. You hop in. You go. You live in Waterbury. Muncie's mamish. A is Muncy. I tell my wife, I'm going to drop in for a few minutes. Like, say that I'm going around the corner. Brooklyn's a little further away. You have to, Brooklyn is like Eretz 12, three blocks away. It's just the culture. People don't have cars, and the nature. They live in. They live in B'nai Brak. B'nai Brak. say the <laughs> big stunk. But it's just different cultures. The bottom line is, is if Isaac Sher tells Riff Hoffman that you have to go back home, an hour away would be like us, like planing to LA, to California, Pasha. Somebody asked me today if some, this Sunday I can come over to California for a couple of hours. They said their world, like a plane. There are people who live like that. I don't have that yet, that a plane is like, the guy's like, can you come for a couple of hours to California? Like, can you come, like literally, you'd ask your neighbor to come, if you can come over, I want to show you something in my house. Because so you can come to California. Some people live like that. But the bottom line is if Isaac Sheridan tells of Shloima Hoffman that you have to go back home. This is why. Said, you asked your wife Yair, yeah, you told her why it's good to be by your Rebbe, and then you said to your mash him. So that's not how you discuss something to your wife. So maybe a person should be home. Your husband to leave is mishbach, your wife, your young kids. Said, you should have said reasons you shouldn't come, reasons you should come and handle. You didn't ask her in a real way of asking, you can't stay here. He sends your ab back home. yam kipperdach. Goes back home, re with his wife. My Rebbe said, maybe I shouldn't come. They handled and handled. Kiyaduah, any husband who says to care about your wife so much, she like begged him to go. <laughs> if he goes, he'll be even a better husband. She begged him to go. And he came back. He drove back, Erev Yom Kippur, re-spoke it over with his wife and came back to his Rebbe. Hmm. I wonder in this story that Rebbe Kiva didn't ask her, Do you think I should go back another 12 years? Maybe she's just saying. When she said it to somebody else, that's what she holds. Wasn't There was no pressure. The other person was making fun. She had every pressure to say, oh. wow, it's hard. This Russia was saying to her, your husband leaves you like this, so she couldn't say it. Yeah, it's not easy. She said, I wish she would go back another 12 years. Rabbi that, Kiba, that, that's just what she wants. He goes back. That's much stronger than 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 he, he talks and This is like the Spitz. This is what she wants. He ends up going back another twelve years. It mm. and it made more fear
3: in
1: time. Yeah, yeah. Why not go
0: back? Why? Why go back? She knew where. Why? Why did why go back? She knew we
2: go. Huh? Why is it, why wouldn't you say I never told?
0: know. I never know people I mean, say so that you know, in this yeah. Gemara. I think they hung out for a whole bunch of days. I don't learn like that. I just don't know. In the Gemara, that's not mevur to me. I assume they spent a long time... I just don't know, Johnny. So I, know, I Gemara's a hard because it doesn't tell you about what they had for dinner that afternoon. So I don't know. I don't know. Clearly, clearly she knew it sounds, she didn't say go back. If he'll listen to me, he'll be there another 12 years. So clearly, I don't know, could be he came home every night. It's unclear. We don't know the exact story. But the point is that she expressed a rutzen for another 12 years of Steigen. He certainly wasn't bringing home big checks during this time. So I, I, it doesn't say how often he came home. Did he ever come home? And So I don't know. I just don't know. I don't I know, Johnny. But Lemay says she goes back. He, he goes and learns another 12 years because he hears her razzle for another 12 years. Hadar Ozzel, he comes back and it was after another 12 years. Now he has, he's learned Torah for 24 years. The great Rabbi Kiva went from an Ama'aretz to sitting and learning Torah for 24 years. He has 24,000 Talmidim. The Gemara describes, <laughs> the whole world comes out to greet him. He's the God of Ladur. Rabbi Keva's wife, it's, it's delightful. She created the God of He's the God of 24,000 Talmidim. The Gemara describes, like only the Gemara could say, Kulial means the whole world came out. Now you could say, is the Gemara talk in exaggerations, it's explained, the Gansavelt was there. First of all, anybody who knew anything came, the whole world was there. You, you're much better picturing the scene if you picture the whole world than, if you, than anything else you picture. Some things are hard to depict. The only way you got the right picture is if the Gemara would say the whole world was there. The Gansavelt, anybody who was anything who counted or knew anything who impacted anybody else, the Gansavelt was there. I love the way the Gemara says "Nafakuli alma lape." It's not about exaggeration. Say the Gamar hyperbole. The Gemara says "Kuli alma." Do you know in Shas when it says "Kuli alma lepligi," the whole world. I love the expression "Kuli alma." The Gan mask. him The whole world. You just understand. This is the MS. The Gansavelt was there. So nafa alma lape. The whole world comes out to greet the Kibbutz. If you weren't there you just you, you weren't a lot, you weren't awake you weren't the whole world everybody was there. <laughs> the Gansavel goes out to greet Ubikiva. He comes out. The <laughs> She also stood up to go greet him. His wife comes out with the Gansavel to greet Ubi Kiva. risheya. <laughs> that Russia, that neighbor, that Russia of hers said the Atlaheha <laughs> Where are you going? The Russia, again, this is like, I don't know who this Rashanta is. This, this meddling Russia, who before said, "Eh, hey, your husband, now she's going out. The Russia was saying, where are you going? The Russia was saying, like, you think you're going to get in with him? He's not going to be good with you. That's what the Russia, this sick lady, said, your husband's not going to be into you. He's the God Ladur. Like, you think you have pull with him? the tzaddik knows i I will have an in with him. The russia made fun is so she came to she came to be seen by him. she came she's like trying to get his attention there's a lady like pushing to the front Rabbanah like misses back of. they don't know who she is they're like trying to hold her back like on shoulder. You know? I don't know if he speaks to, 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 to ladies. I don't know. They're trying to like hold her back. Amr Lahan and Rabbi Kiva sees what's happening. He says, He gives it to his Talmud. Back off. Back off. Shalee anything I have. Shalee anything I have and anything that you have and anything that you are, It belongs to her. Everything we have here belongs to her. It all belongs to her. Everything belongs to her. Everything that we have, all the gadless, it all belongs to her. She who had the eyes to see. She who understood. She who encouraged. She who believed. She who was my Senefesh for Tyreth. Shalah, every drip that I have, the great Yavikeva, the, the Shalachem and the impact, 24,000 Talmidim, Kuli Almas there, everything that we have, these words, these great words, there's no hyperbole in the Gemara. Shalli, the Shalachem, Shalahi. Every single thing I have, everything I have, the and everything that you have, Shalahi, it belongs to her. It's all hers. Everything you see here belongs to her. Shama Kalba kalbasavua. remember her long lost father, hears about B'Bikeva. Asav nidri. He goes and he's m'ater neder. Remember he asked all his nechasm from them. His m'ater is neder. vishtaruye. And he's Matineder, and he gives them money, and the Gemara says from six things Rabbi Kiva became wealthy. Min Kalbu Savur. Kalbu made him wealthy. He handed Rabbi Kiva and his wife. He just, he wanted to support this. He gets wealthy from Kalbu Then the Gemara says five other ways, five other stories, which we won't read right now, how Rabbi Kiva becomes wealthy. I wanted to say the two akdamas that I see, the introductions to Rabbi Kiva go learning Torah is what I wanted to share today. The Sheifais aspirations, to understand that matters your dreams and what you aspire. That he says, would it be I have you shalayim didava and she doesn't scoff at that. Wow. She, doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't shudder. When he says, would it be I can give you such a fancy ornament, she should be cynical. She says, <laughs> I just wish we slept on matches. No. He gave her something with that Ratzin. It matters, the She'ifais and the Ratzinais. And then the Tzad sheni, the, the samech B'chelkei. Elio comes and says, what it says, could I have some straw? And he says, look, some people don't even have straw. Samech B'chelkei. And armed with these two lessons, the value of aspirations and the samech B'chelkei, he says to his wife, Kolunteri. His wife says to him, I'm sorry, go learn Torah. Hazel Bey Rav, armed with those two factors, go learn Torah. So I wanted to share this incredible Gemara Dafnun, Dafnon, Gemara dafnun, in our continuing studying of Rabbi Kiva and what Rabbi Kiva built. The Torah, the Torah Shabal Peth, what he built, I wanted to study this incredible Gemara Darm dafnun. I'm going to ask, is Hudi here? Oh, is he here. So I want, to, I want Hudi to speak. I want Hudi to speak. We're going to hear from, from Hudi and Yo-Yo. I'm clearing who should introduce Hudi, but I want to say a few things before I ask somebody to come up and introduce Hudi. I want to say in introducing Hudi. I want to speak about the Hever here, and then I want to talk about Hudi. I want to talk about the Hevra because I see Huri Steiging tremendously. And I see him sitting and learning many, many Chavrusas and just a big person becoming an Adam Gadol, a Tamut Chacham, becoming... I see tremendous Aliyah. And the first thing I say is that I'm so thankful he learns in this Yeshiva. I chose this Yeshiva for my son to learn. And I chose this yeshiva. You have your children, your dream. Everybody's dreams are their kids. Our responsibility and dreams are that our children become sincere servants of Hashem. And and then in choosing yeshiva is very, very serious. Because towards your aspiration, where is he going to learn? And I chose here because I like sincerity. I like honesty. I don't want... The pursuit of learning—it's true in our growth. as competition. There's such a thing. Can I say from tar There's such a thing. Competitive. There's such a thing as people. Whoa! Now you're successful. But I want sincerity. My dream for Hudi is that if somehow he was on an island alone, it would you know, something would happen. Person's plane falls down, and he's stuck on an island alone. I want if my kid would be the only person on that island, not in contact with any human being, they would learn Torah. They would daven to Hashem. They would serve is so authentic. It's not about what others see. It's not about more successful. And, oh, you are stark. I want it to be authentic from a deep place, from an inside place. And what I've learned from the Hebrew here is honesty, sincerity, realness, I've learned from people who can who who can mail it in and nobody would say anything but they learn and they daven because because it's m s and the sincerity here is the reason I chose so the chevra here, the honesty and beautiful made and the the sincerity that oozes from from every from every corner of this malcolm tyre I wanted my kids to be I wanted Houdi to tap into that, so I want to thank the chevra for for creating in a place of honesty and sincerity that Hudi could steigen. And I want to say that certainly I'm watching his limerat his Torah. I watch him I watch him in kindness. I think he's a genius in chesed. I watch in the house, the siblings. I've seen things. I'm not going to be mefarious. And what I've noticed, I think he's a genius in kindness. And how he's kind, it's like ga'inus. He's a genius. There are people who are geniuses in Torah. And I see a guy says a word and dazzles the base medrash, and that exists. He's a genius in kindness. I've watched it, I've observed it. I could tell you that I've seen, that I've that I, I think a tremendous balchesed, but in, in beautiful and deep ways. There's 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 in, in every sug in our life in chesed. this and i that, I'm proud of that. I'm proud that the mind is used to be kind and considerate and caring for the next person. In, in brilliant ways and I watched that and I wanted to say his friends I think know what I mean I think his friends know what I mean and I want to say that and appreciate that I want to ask this friendship is beautiful and he has a friend that, that this friendship is like to watch his friendship I'm talking about JD of course and I want to ask briefly it's unfair I'm being mean to JD he didn't have a minute to prepare can give a bracha. He's introducing Hootie. No, he's going to come up. He's going to come up. I want JD to come right to the front. There's some guy here thinking, I might be asked to introduce Yo-Yo. What should I say? There's for sure a guy here like preparing already. I apologize if I don't call on you tell you mess me up. I prepared, but we'll, I didn't yet think who I'm introducing to introduce Yo Yo. But I want to ask JD to introduce Hootie to speak. Mm-hmm. So I want to say this friendship is a model friendship. Closeness of two people that care for each other and beautiful as of a together. So I asked, like, Shmuel's thanking Hashem. Sure, he didn't call on me. Where's Shmuel? <laughs> Shmuel spoke about David. Shmuel could do it too. I asked. Pick JD, JD. If you'll introduce Hootie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so what I want to say about Hootie is that, as Revi was saying, that he's about having like a, having like a, a direction, knowing where that is, and having like a in that I see with Hootie that he has. He knows what he really wants, and he's he's trying to get there and I see and every day the way he's learning and getting out there every day at all times and and yeah and it's 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 a real he has a real connection to what he learns as well and I see that from just the way he interacts with people and impacts people including myself and yeah and I've just I've learned uh, I've learned a lot from him you know just besides just being a friend I've just I've learned a lot
0: if you think this is sh- if you think this is shallow, it's, pr- it's a deep it's a deep thing. First of all, thank you what JD just said that there's a place he wants to get. He's working. JD Harowitz is a Phillies fan and an Eagles fan. Hootie Kalish, Hootie Kalish, Hootie Kalish is a Met fan and a Giant fan. There's, there's an IMEC that they could still be best friends is deep. Ein Mazal Yisrael said a Yid lives higher than this world. There's an iMic to that. There's an iMic. It's not cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, in our world, and in, in, this is not shallow, understand that a Philly and Met fan, a Giant and Eagle fan, could be best friends in our world, only in our world. There's a depth to this. Your wife might be a Phillies fan. You're a Met, you you might, might, not know, might not know baseball she's a Phillies so and You might not you're a Met fan. There's an iMic to what I'm saying. It's not shallow. A Phillies fan, and that's I I like he's introducing City. Oh, it's not the. I thought he was wearing a Phillies cap. What team is that? Alabama. Alabama, it's a college. I don't know what team Hootie roots for. Maybe they both unite there in Alabama. I don't know. But <laughs> there's, there's no common ground in sports. There's zero common ground. Does he root for college football? No. You don't have a college football College basketball. No, but he had a team he was into. Oh, college basketball is the Connecticut Huskies. And then there's
1: Villanova. Oh,
0: A Huskies and a Villanova fan, maybe a bigger Chiddush than all, there's an IMIC to that, could be best friends. That's in our world that we live deeper. By Yidden, such a thing could be. If you're steeped in baseball, a Phillies and that fan, a Giant and and Eagles and Villanova and Huskies fan, probably are not likely to be best friends, probably not. In our world, and, and maybe from our world, Goyim could connect there also. But in the world of Ain Mazelis so we live deeper. So I'm a Huskies fan and you're a Villanova. Wildcats, right? Cool. Hootie, come up. <laughs> come, come, come here. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> Do you need... Just... You just, here's, just a baritone? Here, 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 here. <laughs>
1: um, first of all, thank you, JD. Appreciate it. Um, so what's going in The pus, uh, the, right in the second parak, the end of the second parak, says Rabbi Lezer asks his five. Tell me dim what what's the what's the main what's the main ingredient in the guy? What do you need to, to steak? And uh, Reb, wait, which one? Wait a second. Rabbi, Rabbi Lezer, I remember, it says, "I and right? So I always thought, I don't know what an ayin is, probably seeing in other people, right? That's what I always was taught an ayin is, right? Something along those lines of seeing in others. Um, the Ra, which is the Bartunura, says on the, says on the words ayin taiva, he translates it, He's happy, with he's good with what he has. He doesn't want other things. He doesn't want other things. He doesn't, he's not jealous of what his friend has more than him. And from always what I've thought, I am Tyve is, that does not sound like I am Tyve to me. What I've always been taught, it sounds like more along the lines of Simech the right? Is that, it doesn't, that does not sound like I am Tyve, right? That's not what I've, at least what we've been taught. I've been taught. So what I want to try and say is that, I don't think I am Tyve is like, one guy, I've, I'm very good at like, I see a guy, and I, I, my eyes are better, I see him as good. Another guy see he sees the flaws in him. Like, get better. Come on. Like, I don't think that's what it is. Like, one guy just has like. I think I we we all I think we all see good. The only the only thing that can make us not see good, I think it's all. If we're if we're good with who we are and happy with what we have, I think that that automatically we'll see good. I don't think it's like automatically we see good. It's not like I see good and you don't no, If you're not if you're not seeing good, you're you're not happy with what you. Are. That's what I'm saying. I think. But he's saying, yeah, that's that's what ayintayve is. If I, am If you're happy with who you have, your is automatic. It's not like I, it's that. That is type. I'm good with it's the same. Those same eyes are what you're gonna see. So let's go again. Uh, Rashi, I know in uh, Parsha of the, 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 the Paro's dream by the cows. I think he says um, that wasn't the seven good-looking cows or seven ugly cows. Why does that each represent? Why does the seven good right, seven good-looking cows means there's a lot of food? And 7 knock not-looking cows I means there's not a lot of food. He says that the cows look the same. When we're full, we see good-looking cows. And when we're not full, we don't see good-looking cows. Uh, I think it's the same, yeah. Drop the mic and run. <laughs> 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 also, was calling in on, oh, no, it's your Meyer." My, from my father, he just had this. we just had this recently. Yet um, says that on. Uh, he says that how do you know when to give muster or not? So he says that if if let's say you see someone, I don't know if he says that. I don't know who says I think I remember someone at said this example. I'm not sure if it's from him or not. But so he says that let's say let's say you uh, let's say you see someone talking in shul, and uh, if it. How do you know if, to, if the public says give muster? How do you know when to give muster or not? He says, if you see talking in shul, if your view of the person changes, any view of the etsem person, obviously you shouldn't want them saying, you shouldn't be wanting to talk, you shouldn't, you should be saying you shouldn't want people talking in shul. But if your etsem view of the person changes, that means you're struggling in that area and you shouldn't give it muster. He says, you get, give muster when anytime you don't, the person doesn't change and you're, yeah, you shouldn't talk in shul, then you should give muster. And if you, if the if the SM person changes, he's saying, then that means you're struggling better, and that's why you're not seeing good. I think along these same lines.
0: And Yo-Yo, when Yo-Yo came here, Yo-Yo comes from a wonderful family, very Hushva parents, grandparents that are tremendous people. And yo was very, very popular. Anybody who was Zayich a being yeshiva while Yo-Yo Rothwax was a very popular person. Beloved, cool, gishmak, fun, like anything people would value. And Yo-Yo easily, when you have these values, you can easily mail it in very easy to then, okay, I have the goods, and I promise the guy who came in already was going to get a great shidduch. A great guy. So goodbye. would have had a beautiful family and a very like kind, delightful family. And it's easy then to mail it in. To say, I'm good. To say, look, the way he's gone after the last number of years, with, with tremendous tenacity that I want, to make, I want to make a connection to Tyra. He has sat and learned for years, but with fight. He's worked on Midas. He's already came in. Anybody would call him. Guys would get up and speak on about Midas. But I want more. I want a deeper connection to Tyra, a deeper connection, and worked hard. It's very rare for me to see somebody so naturally good who yet works so hard. Because it's easy when we have natural goodness to mail it in. If I'm gonna say, if you ever saw that good looking people are sometimes the least worked on people, you see. Because their good looks take them places naturally. I've watched this in my life. You see people in their 50s and 60s who had good look and they're underdeveloped. Because their good looks got them places. It opened doors. Their charisma, their athleticism got them places. And they didn't feel compelled to work, to overcome, to battle. Things were like handed based on natural. To a degree, this is Asub. Asub is called Asu, he's ready-made. To a degree, there's a b'chena of Asub he's born. You and I would have seen Esau, we would have been dazzled by him. But he was Asu. He came from great places and you can be certain, he had natural great gifts. And the tendency of natural great gifts is to mail it in. You mail it in. Yaakov Avinu's name is Ekev. Ekev means the heel, is the starting point. is the lowest place on a person. Yaakov is Bechenas Ekev. Reb Nachman spoke a lot about this concept of being a starter, of, of being courageous. Of, of of not saying I'm there and I'm done, but willing to like conquer new vistas and new areas. To me, yo-yo represents somebody has all the gifts, has, has yichus, has kindness and coolness, gishmak, and yet he wanted more. And he comes back to yeshiva, somebody who sits hours, he sits and learns hours, shois, attachment to Torah, has worked on this a tremendous, tremendous respect. For Ventura that, that goes after it and fights for something, I want more, I want higher, it doesn't just rely, the natural gifts are true, but go after something, pursue it. He comes back as somebody who sat and learned for years, whose me, this was precious coming in, but it's, it's more finely developed, more, deeper. I, I stand tremendous, tremendously impressed. Ventura who's walked back, who had natural, who has natural, but but went after more, went after, went decided to conquer more and, and deeper. Tremendous, tremendous respect for the bentira that's walked back here that YoYo has become. I say to us all, I say to everybody, we all have natural gifts and natural abilities. I say to us all, to every single one of us, sheifis aspirations. We all can tap into ritzainis for more. Don't settle. And I want to ask Yo to please come up and share Adventure right with us. I'm thinking who overlapped. Who should we put on the spot? <laughs> but I'm going to have somebody introduce Yo Yo. There's more important. Somebody was here with you. Was, was I was here when you were here? He was? Um, um, no, I'm sure. Ah, the Sula Prince. See, it's unfair that Yo Yo has been here now. The MS, this would be like the ultimate Waterberry mm-hmm. challenge because Yo now has now been here. Saha Cole has been here now two weeks. And his first time is here. I don't even know who, who here was here when Yo Yo was here. Mom, see you wow, wow. i of Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow, What? Here. Who's that? Who is Ezra? What? <laughs> Ezra Bork was here with YoYo's. Yeah, Ezra and Momo. Excellent.
3: Uh,
0: I was here. was here. Who else? Mo, man, Mo was here. Mo is here. Who were you pointing? May Mayor May May Richter was here. Mo Muller. Wow. Whoa. We just found out some of the vets here. You know, amazing, amazing. Well, <laughs> this fourth, fourth, fourth here. Ashrechem. Ah, Ashrechem. Ah, wow. That's a good club. That's a four year club. Momo, Mayer, and Mo. May May. May May. You overlapped also? Yeah. Wow. It's, bit... it's Nicker. If I almost would have asked you to pick out four year vets, you'd look around sophisticated, on fire, sincere, authentic. You almost could have picked out Momo May May. Mayor and Mo, you almost could have paid a lot of M's running wild. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yellow was here. What'd you say? Yellow was here. Who? Yellow. There's yellow. Oh, yeah. I see that. Yellow <laughs> just It's chill. It's true. It's, true. it's true. I'm going to ask Azure Bork to come forward to Let's introduce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little <over. laughs> Tell us how you got here <laughs> Just, this is like, this is the biggest introduction. The guys, mamish Ezi is just meeting Yoyo. Talk to Ezi. Tell him who Yoyo is. Just describe. This is like... <laughs> so,
2: when I found out Yoyo was coming to Yeshiva, actually, this is end of 11th grade, uh, we actually were planning a room for 12th grade, and we all, we all really wanted Yoyo in the room. We really wanted Yoyo. And we figured out that also... If we get if we get Maisie and Maisie in and the room then YoYo will for sure come and we'll have we'll have a of um, So Baruch Hashem we did we got Maishi and YoYo. So I was able to I was able to live with YoYo for that year. And YoYo is um it's tough. Yo-Yo's always someone that makes me smile. Always. I remember like 12th grade and now yo is now my roommate again. Um, someone who just always, always, has a, always had a good joke, something to say, something funny, something going on. I was down. I was upset. Something happened. Whatever it was, Yoyo yo was there. Yo-yo's, Yo-Yo made a joke. yo made me smile. yo just uplifted the room and I'm glad that he's back in his sheep and I got to be his roommate again.
0: If you saw Ezra's, Ezra's me dishonesty, I don't want to like, speak about the ones so that call up somebody speak about Ezra, but this will go, this will be a long day. Musa has gotten longer and longer as guys are introducing guys. If we had guys introducing the guys introducing, but I, I'm only bringing out a point that Ezra's words are measured. For anybody who knows, has very measured words. I found it cool just now to call him up. Somebody who's not just going to say something. Yo, 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 yo. There was like a thought, and guys have been like that, as his words are precise. I like that he picked, yo-yo makes people smile, sit down. If you ever take a b'china, if you ever give b'china's gabs, the way you know if somebody knows the answer or not, if they write a Megillah, they don't know it. When somebody writes long, they write tons, and they hope somewhere in all those words is the answer. When you know the answer, you say, short. If you're asked to speak about something, you don't know what to say, I promise you could just... He makes, he makes people smile in the room. That's a mic drop. Just walk out. You, you don't... If you understand, what, what bigger thing could a person be in the world? He makes people smile. Have a great day, guys. We could like Ed Muservad for the year. He makes people smile. So
3: I'm proud that Ezra picked that point. Yo, yo, share. Thank you. Um, I thought it was a very cool thing. Before each parakem, it says, uh, I thought that was cool because, I don't know, I just, you think the, like it's the Mestafda talking about midos, and you would think that maybe that's not, like maybe why would they keep reminding us that? I don't know, I just thought, Some, yeah I think it's cool that they knew that in order to in order for us to be macabbled um, these uh, machayas we have to remember the like I was thinking like coming back to yeshiva like uh it's not easy, and especially in the middle of the year just to start stagging and feeling like you have a place, but when you Reminded, and you feel like you have a chiluk. Then, then it's uh, then you start being able to shday again. Everything comes natural. So, yeah. Basic, basic, basic. Excellent. I
0: want to see that. That's Shtar. Yo-Yo 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 asked the Kasha in the Masechta in the, this is the Masechta that's like a Moser Masechta Moser Masechta, is criticizing people Moser is is pointing out where we can I mean, meet this is the area of our of our weaknesses of our of our of our of our, of our <laughs> and the Masechta that's kilu the Moser Masechta every paragraph starts Kol Yisrael Yeshtam Chael Chalam Abba the start of all growth is knowing we have and then from there we can my Rebbe my Rebbe once told a guy a guy, he, he pushed us to make chesh anefesh, to make charts of our own life and the guy was working on something and he had him one day he showed my Rebbe his chesh he had a big X on one day and my Rebbe gave him musr. he said a Yid never has an X you never have a day that was That was a bad day. There's no such thing, he said. The start is yeah. yeah, Of course, you you ever heard yeshivas that say we're starting again, and they like they redo things. That's not the way that like. If you want to get me there, when yeshivas are cleaning house or like we're going in a different direction, that is the way not to steig. No individual. Did you ever hear Waterbury start again, like clean house and? If you want to ever know not to steig and not to grow, you always find where you are, yes, and from there in, That's what Yo-Yo just taught us. It's not the way to grow, not as an individual, not as a yeshiva. Kol Yisrael Yeshem Chilgum Abba. Let's talk about shteiging. Let's talk about flaws. Let's talk. <laughs> He's right. Thank you, Yo-Yo. I wanted to end today. We'll be getting later. I have to start more on time. We're getting later. We're going we're, we're gonna to start second now. I want to remind guys of Halacha. This is a Asher. We heard Avais. We heard the Bikiva story. Rabbi say, if anybody missed the night of sphera, you're obligated to count. You're obligated to count. Halacha, you, you are obligated to count. Today is, he's not out. Today is the 27th the is day of out. the Imer. If you didn't count, you should say, today is the 27th day of the Imer, it's three weeks and six days. You're obligated to count. It is a terrible miscarriage of halacha that a guy said, oh, I'm out, I'm out. You're, out. you're not allowed to make a bracha, it's not true la halacha, it's not true, you're obligated, you have a mitzvah to count. There's a machlaikas rishayinim, the says we hold, you still have to count. Not with, with pashas. You have to count. Not, you have to count. You can't make a bracha because of one shita. It is a shita of the, of the halacha and sabik brachas. We don't let you make a bracha. You absolutely have to count. Please, the, the mistake is like so frustrating. How many guys are not counting? And it's the mistake t- connects to other areas of Torah and Yiddishkeit. It's not true. You have to count. If you haven't count yet, counted yet, you're obligated to count. Today is the 27th day of the Aymer. We're, we're counting up, we're working towards Kabbalah Satyra. You are obligated to count. If you miss three days, you're obligated to count. Obligated. Do not make a bracha. There is a sheet of Sureshainim that, it, that it's all one mitzvah. halacha, you're obligated mm-hmm. to count. Some people have just don't know the halacha. I wanted to clarify the halacha. Tonight, when it comes, time to count. You're obligated to count. Today is 27. You figure out what tonight is, look it up and count tonight. You're <laughs> obligated to know what night. Don't just say in Hebrew. I ask guys before they count, first of all, don't say the bracha, then look up what day it is. That's not right. Lalacha, mitzvah, to be ready to go. You first look up what night it is, then you count. Don't just look up the Hebrew. If you hear the chazin, Find out what last night is so you know what number it is. Today is 27, a count. You have to know what number you counted. If you say the words in Hebrew and don't know what you said, you are not Yaitsev. It's not a Hiji we're counting something. A count means you know what you counted. I counted and I didn't know what I meant, like last night, whatever. Do I count with a brother? (laughs) Wow. Great Shiloh. You said it, but account is not the point to say it. Account means you know what you said. By its nature, account count to count something. The answer, Revezi, is Pashtas, you cannot make a bracha. That's the pashtas. He's out. <laughs> no, 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 you just can't make a bracha. Yes, the count. I'm sorry, I'm still so I just want to remind us what I advise is before you don't say the bracha, then look for what night. That's inappropriate. Find out what night it is, don't say it. Find out what night, then you make the bracha and you count. It right now, should we come forward? We're talking. Who is going tomorrow, Chevra? Who is our Yosef Pagros tomorrow, and one more? Mayor Richter. Mayor Richter. Those are the two I asked, correct? Yep. Where's Mayor? Hiding. We're on tomorrow, Yosef. We're on tomorrow. So those two are going. Are going tomorrow? That's Thursday. So we have to get now for Sunday. Sabrina, I'm going to appoint two people to go for Sunday, but Yosef and you are on tomorrow. Thank you.
3: You have been listening to a Sheer from ShassIlluminated.org. For other she'er room on many topics, or to hear an eon Sheer on any daffin Shas, including Myra McAimis on each Sheer, please visit www.shassIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call... Two oh three
0: three one two SHAS, that's two oh three three one two seven four two seven, or email info at shasilluminated.org.